Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Friday, June 18th. Today on the show, NASCAR's big weekend has snuck up on me. We hear from Tim Corbin about how he mentally prepares his team to compete in the College World Series. I've got some travel advice for fans thinking about heading out there this weekend, but we begin with final predictions and some insight from Barry Allen of the 14. The 440 is constructed every single morning for free for you by the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. This is Nashville's locally owned award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. That's a lot of words to basically say these guys are the best at what they do. Go look at their work. BuildKG.com is the website. They are a nose-to-tail kind of company. They will take you from soup to nuts, holding your hand the entire way to make sure that your home comes to life exactly the way you want it. When you invest in your home, you expect it to make you happy and to make you money. The Kingston Group makes sure that takes place. Check out the website, BuildKG.com, and remember the name, The Kingston Group. Well, it is finally here. The College World Series gets started on Saturday. First game, of course, NC State and Stanford at 1 o'clock Central Time. And then Arizona and Vanderbilt, the nightcap on Saturday evening at 6 p.m. And then on Father's Day, of course, Tennessee and Virginia get things started at 1 o'clock before Mississippi State and Texas wrap up the weekend at 6 p.m. I will give you my final prediction on who I think makes the National Championship Series in just a second. But let's hear from Barry Allen. Been in the college baseball world a long time at the University of Alabama and now works with Chris Lee over at the 14. And I asked him, what is going to be the story coming out of this first weekend for Tennessee and Vanderbilt baseball fans? Well, I think they both can win. I think it's exciting to have two in-state teams, you know, in Omaha playing for a national championship. And I think both teams are are very capable of doing that. Uh, Tennessee with, you know, a really powerful offense and, and good starting pitching and Vanderbilt with dominant pitching and a good offense that can get them in. I think it's a, I think it's really good for the state of Tennessee, and I think it's really good for you know the SEC to have two in-state rivals going at each other. If you're not looking at Tennessee and Vanderbilt, because I think they're actually the two teams that I would pick to make it to the championship series, who are you most concerned about if you're Vanderbilt on that side of the bracket and Tennessee if you're on that side of the bracket? I think if you're Vanderbilt, you have to be a little concerned with Stanford, who probably matches up pretty well with them. I think Stanford has the two dominant pitchers like Vanderbilt does. Uh, Stanford has the closer like Vanderbilt does. And I think Stanford can hit and and score some runs. They did that against TCU. They did that in their regional at home. Uh, So I think Stanford, to me, would be the one team that if I was Vanderbilt, I would be a little concerned with on their side. And for Tennessee, I think it's – I I like Texas – I think they can hit. I think they have dominant pitching. Uh, they have three guys out of the that start that are really good. They have a bullpen by committee that's really good. The only problem for me with Texas in the series is, is they've struck out 517 times this year, and Mississippi State struck out 744 people. And I, I'm not real good in mathematics, but that's bad math if you're Texas. Uh, they strike out a lot. They have like five guys with over 50 strikeouts. Mississippi State's a powerful pitching team either texas or or mississippi state for me would be would be tennessee of course tennessee has had success with mississippi state this year they have not played texas check out all the good stuff they've got going on over there at southeastern14.com they got the podcast all kinds of articles all kinds of great stuff over there if you're an sec sports fan so go check that out i am picking vanderbilt and tennessee that that's not being a homer i think they are the best two teams in each of their sides of the bracket Vanderbilt and Tennessee, my official prediction to play in the National Championship Series before the event starts on Saturday. 
One quick note regarding travel and sports decisions as it pertains to travel. Of course, with college football expansion and the idiotic decision, at least currently, to play neutral site games basically three of the four rounds of the playoff and asking fans to, to make that travel, which is downright insane, it does get me thinking about College World Series travel decisions. And there is one big one that you've got to make. If you are a fan of a team in Omaha, you have to make the decision, am I going to go the first weekend or am I going to wait and hold out and see if my team makes it to the championship weekend? I've been to both, and let me tell you this. The first weekend is the way to go. You have eight different teams, eight different fan bases from all over the country, converging on a city that feels like a small town that is nothing but charm, good food, cold beer, and baseball. It is the most Americana thing you could ever possibly do in a sporting event. It is one of the best events you will ever go to. You can go with your buddies. You can go with your family. You can go with your kids. You can go with your spouse. It is absolutely wonderful, but I like the first weekend. If you're making the decision, you still haven't decided, and you're looking at the plane tickets, and I would go this weekend, and you're guaranteed to see seven other really good teams from around the country. If you're making that decision, let me help you. Go this weekend, and if you need some food recommendations, if you're out there, hit me up on Twitter, at Braden Gall. I got all kinds of food recommendations for you in Omaha. Tons of great places to eat and drink. We had Tim Corbin on Lamestream Sports Podcast this week out every single Friday on the 440 Sports Network to talk all things Omaha about how he markets his program, how he's built his program, and his experiences in the College World Series. And I asked him, how does he mentally prepare his team, a collection of young athletes, how does he get them prepared mentally to deal with what could be a very long grind in Omaha, Nebraska at what is probably the biggest and most high-profile event that any of these kids have ever played in? Well, I just try to use my experiences with them. You know, having gone there, this will be the 10th time as a coach, and then we've been lucky enough at Vanderbilt to go there, and we've stayed there. We've stayed there till the end three times. We almost got to the end the other time. So, you know, we, we've been there for a while. I, I do think, Braden, there's a, there's a big part of this that, that you've got to allow the kids to be tourists. I do. I think there's an awe factor to it that you have to recognize and that you have to welcome. And then you give them the time to do that. And then they transition back to player. And I think we've always done that. I, I really want them to get there and take it in. I want them to feel it. I want them to see it. I want them to eat out together. And then once you start to get into Thursday night and then Friday morning, then it's okay. We, we, now we know why we're here. Now it, it, it's time to play. But I, I think they really have to enjoy it. I mean, I think the part of it is we play in front of crowds. These guys have cameras in front of them all the time. And I do think, Braden, that being in the SEC and being on TV as much as we are, I do think that's a benefit because these guys always have a camera in their face. So it's not new and different to them. It's, I think that's the part, just going from tourist to player and let them enjoy it. That was Tim Corbin, of course, Vanderbilt head baseball coach on the Lamestream Sports Podcast this week. Really fun conversation with him. If you want to go check that out, please go listen to the entire conversation. It'll be worth your time. Tim Corbin is, I could listen to that dude read a food menu and talk about how the grass grows in his yard. That That's how interesting Tim Corbin is. So uh, again, go check out that show. We really appreciate his time and obviously wish him the best of luck in Omaha. We haven't talked a lot about the big race weekend coming to town this Father's Day, mostly because to be honest, I'm not sure how it's going to go down. The Camping World Truck Series race is Friday evening at 7 p.m. The Xfinity Series race is on Saturday at 2.30, and the Cup Series race is at 2.30 on Sunday. I am a racing fan. I love going to events. 
I've been to more than half a dozen Indy 500s. I've been to the Bristol Night Race, and I used to go to the Indy Race out in Lebanon at the Super Speedway every year when it used to come to town way back in the day. But like the sport overall nationally, my interest in the product has waned, and it seems like the buzz for this three-race weekend for the top stock car circuit in American racing has struggled to gain steam. Now, maybe this isn't fair, because I know a lot of racing fans who have been campaigning and working hard for a long time to get NASCAR back to Nashville, be it in Lebanon or at the fairgrounds. And the first NASCAR race in nearly four decades in Nashville is officially sold out, so that's good. I am hopeful this indicates strong interest in the sport and that this weekend ends up giving race fans plenty to cheer about. I am hopeful that this weekend is a big success, because I imagine that most Nashvilleans are like me, general race fans who allowed this weekend to sort of sneak up on them but who might return to the sport if given a chance to see something in person. I do believe that if and when this race is at the Nashville Fairgrounds, I think the levels of anticipation would be significantly higher. Either way, I can't wait to see how it plays out. Again, Truck Series at 7 p.m. on Friday, Xfinity Series at 2.30 on Saturday, and the Cup Series race at 2.30 on Sunday. And to those who are going, report back. Tell me how it all went down. Tell me how it all felt. Pros and cons, pluses and minuses. I'd love to hear from somebody who actually went to the track this weekend. Because right now, as we head into the race weekend, the only real feedback I'm seeing is fans complaining about how they can't bring their coolers into the track. Of course, the 440 brought to you every single day by, that's right, the Kingston Group, our great friends over at buildkg.com. Make sure you check out the website. All their work is up there, whether it's a totally remodeled kitchen, a new custom outdoor living space, you know, a brand new garage or carport, or a totally new custom home from scratch. You name it, they can do it, and they're going to do it in amazing fashion. Again, you don't believe me? Check out the website, buildkg.com, and remember the name, the Kingston Group. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. As usual, please share the show. That is all that we ask of you. Uh, I don't think it's too much, actually. Just just tell somebody about the product. We do appreciate it. I know there's been a lot of college baseball, obviously, with, with the College World Series taking off here. But we'll get back to football soon enough. SEC Media Day is right around the corner. Uh, NFL, all that good stuff. So just stay tuned with us here. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter, at Braden Gall. Have a great Father's Day weekend. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. Again, thank you all for listening. This has been the 440 for Friday, June 18th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.